maybe we should start the podcast over now that you understand what it is. Start it all over? And We've see, been going for 50 minutes. And see <laughs> if we get a completely different conversation. <laughs> On this podcast, we share our experiences through the energetic practices that have changed our lives. Our mission is to encourage you to explore and experiment on your healing journey to find what works best for you. Thanks for listening. And now for the show. Hey, welcome to episode eight of Is This Shit Legit? Episode eight. I can't believe that. Did not realize that's how far we are into the show. I'm your co-host. Hi, bye, Heather. I'm your other co-host, Carrie Ann, and uh, we t- are here today to talk about the man, the myth, the legend, Gene Keys. <laughs> you guys can't hear it, but Heather is cracking up because I'm hilarious. <laughs> so what is Gene Keys? Gene Keys. <laughs> okay, let me say it different. Gene Keys. Okay. Is a companion study to human design. Okay, okay. So that's why you know about it because yeah. you're big into human design. Yep, yep. So what do I even call it? I don't know. Is it a practice or a belief system or it's, it's not a human, folks? It's not yeah, human. <laughs> yeah. Which is a hard lesson for me to understand. Gene Keys very much sounds like a name to me. So I'll call it the study of Gene Keys. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's a study. Yeah. It's a, a school study. program. It's it's a learning. It's a teaching. Okay. Is it a practice though? Yes, it is a practice. Okay. Tell me more about it. Let's learn about Gene Keys. So this particular practice was channeled by a man named Richard Rudd back in 2002. It's when this transmission came through him. You mentioned it's part of human design. So this, I was going to say Rudyard Kipling. (laughs) Who is this? Richard Rudd. Richard Rudd. I wasn't. Okay, I see where my brain went. Richard Rudd. (laughs) What is his connection to human design? Why does he know about this stuff? Yeah, he had been studying human design. He's a poet. He lives in England, a world traveler, really fascinating, compelling gentleman. Sure. Yeah, he was living at home in England and this transmission came through to him one day. Uh, Well, it started coming through to him in 2002. And he started um, writing this this book, Gene Keys. It took him seven years to write this book. It's thick. It's thick book. <laughs> and basically what this book lays out. You guys, this is like Bible-sized book. Like yeah. there are Bibles that are this size. <laughs> yeah. The 64 hexagrams of the I Ching, which in human design are the 64 gates. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. these are your specific traits that make up your human design profile. So Gene Keys takes it a step further where it takes each one of these traits and it breaks it down into three levels of consciousness. Okay. So the first level is the shadow state. And that's basically when you're acting at an unconscious level. So it's like you're either in a repressive or reactive state. So you're just not self-aware. You're just automatically responding to things now is this where shadow work comes from because I feel like I don't know about you but I'd never heard the word shadow in referring to like working on yourself and self-improvement until like 
five years ago and now all of a sudden everyone's like shadow work shadow work shadow work work on your shadow self and I'm like this is like it's not a new concept but it's a new phrase for the concept does does this did Jinkies introduce this to us I'm not sure if he's the one who introduced it but he definitely plays with it yeah so that's the lowest frequency that most people are just walking around living out then as you become more self-aware and you begin to recognize your patterns through the contemplation of your specific gene keys, what it does is it helps you to come to a place of self-acceptance. And from this place of self-acceptance where you recognize like, oh, I can be really reactive sometimes Mm. and just say things off the cuff that are hurtful or um, I see myself playing out these same patterns over and over again in my relationships and I feel really stuck and I say this, then this person says that and before you know it, we're back in the same place as always. Mm. So that's the unconscious shadow nature patterns, you know, that we all fall into. So once you recognize like, yeah, what is causing me to do that? What are my particular triggers what are these things that set me off so once you dive into that and everybody's got a very specific map that shows them what their particular shadows are based on their profile and it's all laid out in this book in the bible in the bible of the gene keys (laughs) yeah (laughs) so once you start to see this then You can come to a place of self-acceptance and through that you begin to elevate in consciousness. Your awareness starts to heighten Mm -hmm. and pretty soon you're catching yourself in these patterns and you're seeing, oh, yep, okay, I notice when I say this thing or use this tone, this sets off this chain of events. Mm. And so catching yourself, then you can begin to start to respond in the second level of frequency. Oh, this is only the second level? Didn't you say there's three? Yeah. Wait. So now we're moving into the gift frequency. Okay. And the gift frequency is the frequency of of awareness of like, I'm going to show up at a higher level of consciousness and I'm going to start to act in behave in a way that is more in service to the greater good instead of a selfish automatic response. Mm -hmm. And then the third level of consciousness is enlightenment and it's called SIDI. So how do you spell that? S-I-D-D-H-I. So it's the SIDIC state. Is that Sanskrit? It is. It is Sanskrit. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the three levels of consciousness that are laid out in the gene keys. And so as you move through your own path, your own hologenetic profile, Mm -hmm. and you, through contemplation, study what your shadow state is, what your gift state is, what your psychic state is, like over time, it takes time and patience and contemplation for these things these aha moments to start to trigger off within you. Mm. It's like you're digesting it at like the physical level, the mental level, the spiritual level. And it starts to unlock 
the keys to your DNA. So can I back up here for a second? Mm -hmm. So when you were talking about like the unconscious level and us responding in ways that aren't necessarily including like that pause to reflect and the self-awareness of like what our actions are actually reaping, are we connecting that to our genetics, to our DNA? Is that how I'm understanding it correctly? Yes. Because where I'm confused maybe is maybe not the right word is like in my experience we're generally tracing those kind of things to our human experience to our upbringing to our parents to events in our life which is why we react in a certain way because this thing or this chain of things happened frequently and so that feels maybe different than genetics maybe not I don't know you were smiling like you've heard this before (laughs) it's the whole nature versus nurture right Mm-hmm. And so what you're referring to is like the nurture, like the societal programming mm-hmm. that we grow up with from like our parents and, you know, capitalism. Yeah. Just wherever you live, whatever your culture is, you know, all of that gets programmed into you. And of course that plays a role. Nobody can like escape the impact right. of that on your <laughs> psyche and your behavior. Sure. Absolutely. This is going deeper into like, your actual was programmed into you into your DNA at your cellular level mm-hmm. so it's your is your nature that's hardwired into you now would this include things like generational trauma yes okay actually would yeah all of us have programmed into our DNA into our cells all the trauma of the human race that's come before us right yeah absolutely so we have that inside of us and that's that's part, who gene keys is that's part of us <laughs> and so this is a process of starting to like work through all of that and release it to heal at the cellular level mm. okay so this offers some sort of healing mm-hmm. not just understanding well i guess understanding can be healing but it's not just like a description of why but it's also like perhaps a practice towards how we can heal. Yeah, it is a practice that brings you, that brings healing because it's like, as you raise your consciousness, your life comes more into flow and you start to experience more synchronicities. It's easier for you to manifest the things that you want to manifest. Um, Your relationships have more harmony because you're acting from a place of more awareness and more in flow with life it's the resistance is gone you're not fighting against things Hmm. because once you heal your shadow state then you allow a better version of you to come forth Mm -hmm. you know it's like taking the authority from the mind and living from your heart is the premise behind what Gene Keys wants to move you into. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I pictured a person when you said that. It's what Gene Keys is teaching. It's what he wants for all of us. <laughs> Gene Keys would love for us to live from our hearts. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that is his teachings. Okay. So if I'm understanding this correctly, our first level, our shadow self is like, the trauma that we're born with is like the trauma that we carry with us just from from like being created and having ancestors yes yeah yeah 
Okay. I think I'm starting to grasp this. Yeah. He's a complicated guy. It's so complicated. (laughs) Which is why it takes like... Which is why there's a Bible over here. How many pages? Tell me how many pages. Oh, God. Are there pictures? No. Okay, you guys, there are no pictures. Three hundred and... Oh, let's see here. So we're talking about these pages are two stanza pages. 534. 534, two stanza pages. Oh, not all of them. Some of them are one stanza, but still. It's a lot of words. Small print. <laughs> Small yeah. print. Yeah. A lot of words. So what's interesting is, like, you don't have to read the entire book. You just read the keys that pertain to your profile. Okay. So, yeah, let's let's dive into that. How do we even start to unpack any of this? Yeah. On a personal level. Okay. So Richard Rudd has a whole website, genekeys.com. You it can isn't. put in your time of birth date of birth, location of birth. So same as human design. Same as human design. It's like the same system, but it's a, it's not the same system. It's a companion. Mm-hmm. It's sure. It's supplemental. Same. It's supplemental. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. And it will give you what's called your hologenetic profile. And this okay. profile specifically tells you which, it's in human design, they're called gates. Mm-hmm. In the I Ching, they're called hexagrams. In the gene keys, they're called gene keys. <laughs> they're the keys. They're the keys. To yeah. your genetics, to your hologenetic profile. Yeah. It gives you a map. That hologenetic profile is your map of the sequence mm-hmm. that you move through. And you just read those particular ones. And for each one, it lays out what the shadow frequency looks like, a description of that. It lays out what the gift frequency looks like, a description of that, and what the Siddic or enlightened frequency looks like, and description of that. Okay, so how do we know this? How does Richard Rudd, Richard Rudd, did I get it right? You did, yeah. <laughs> how does he know, I know you said it was like transmitted to him, but like what, what's the basis of this? Where is this coming from? Why, why is yeah. this a thing that he is talking about? So the basis of it is the I Ching, just like in human design. So the I Ching, for everyone, is one of the oldest texts that we have documented and created thousands of years ago. It's the Chinese Book of Changes. Mm -hmm. And inside of it, there are 64 hexagrams, they're called, that lay out the archetypes of human behavior. And these 64 hexagrams correlate to the 64 codons in the human genome. So that's how it's related to your DNA. Let's say the human genome is those DNA strands, right? Yep. Yep. Those twisty little helixes. Yes, exactly. Attention in science class. Yeah. Sometimes. (laughs) So there's a lot of correlations between this, the science of DNA Mm -hmm. and the I Ching. And it's really fascinating. A lot of study has gone in to prove their correlations but yeah that's the premise that's the basis so we're so we're kind of taking a look at like nature versus nurture and like really like looking at the nature part of like what people are born with yes and how that impacts their behavior yep am I understanding that correctly yep sorry folks if I sound like particularly stupid in this episode I know nothing about gene keys so I really am like trying to wrap my brain around it so go on what else can I Yeah. So as you like start to move through your own map, your hologenetic profile, and you're reading about these different traits, like there's a recognition 
mm-hmm. uh, some sort of like validation. So I'm like, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I see this in myself and it's like this knowingness of being understood. Okay. And so as you read through like what the shadow state, for example, how it plays out, you're like, oh God, yeah, that is me. I right. do that. Yeah. And so it's the, it's the guidebook basically to what your own shadows are, mm-hmm. and which is why it's so fascinating and so useful because it's like laying it all out for you. These are your shadow patterns. So it gives you the self-awareness of your patterns that maybe you're not aware of. And then it gives you a roadmap on how to help adjust those patterns and recognize them and work with them in some way. So by, first of all, you read them, you, then you have this acknowledgement and then you, as you contemplate on them, you start to witness yourself in real time playing Mm -hmm. these things out. Like, say you get in an argument with someone and you're like, oh my God, I just did that thing. Yeah. And then you get to start to work through it and decide to respond differently. Mm. And so instead of like going on autopilot and saying whatever you would normally say, you drop into your heart space and you decide like, I'm going to approach this with an open heart. That's when you start to unlock that next level of consciousness Mm. where you are acting from the gift state so that's cool because a lot of my work on myself is self-awareness is having the awareness of like how I'm actually acting and like where I'm acting from and how that's affecting others and it can be frustrating at times because I'll see other people from my perspective not having the awareness of what they're doing and you're like if we just need to like to me one of the big things that people in the world, the whole population of the world needs to focus on is self-awareness, their own self-awareness of like where they're acting from. And I know everyone is in a different place and they're going to be on a different journey and different levels and speeds. But that to me is like the core of it is like, we got to pay attention to ourselves in order to improve things in the world. And it sounds like Gene Keys is all about that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's so exactly what it's about. Big fan of Gene Keys over there, even though I've never met him before. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all about like awakening the power of your aura. <laughs> We're going to come back to this. My colorful aura, my multicolored yeah, aura. <laughs> yeah. Because as you begin to unlock these shadow frequencies and move from that shadow into the gift because your heart is opening your what's happening at a cellular level is more light is coming through your DNA. Okay. Now you're going to have to back that up. But what do you mean by light? Like physical photons? Yeah. Okay. And how do they get into your body (laughs) more so than any other regular day? As you open up the way he describes it, just unlock. Uh Uh-huh. And there's like this opening in you that more light comes through you and you start to vibrate at a higher frequency and it actually strengthens the projection of your aura. So we're talking like in a metaphysical state now. Mm -hmm. Things are getting metaphysical. So the way I'm relating to this, like if we're constrained, if we're stressed, if we're angry, you know, we tense up our body tenses up the constriction yeah. yeah and then when we can take breath we can take a beat and a pause and kind of 
relax our muscles, there's more space in the matter in our bodies to let light in. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So the way that he describes it in the book, you know, in the past episode where we talked about like the chakras and the aura and all of that. Mm -hmm. So if you imagine, um, you know, a human body standing there and with their aura extending out from them, it's like a Taurus. I don't know how to describe what a Taurus looks like, but it's like Taurus, like the bowl, like the astrological. No, no, like that's all I know. T O R U S. It's like the way energy is moving in a circular fashion. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up. T O R U S. Yeah, it looks like a donut. Yeah. Right. Yep. Okay. So anyway, go on. What is this Taurus thing? So that's basically how the the aura is mm. around a person and it gets bigger and more um oh, I see it here with the human okay expanded so if you've never heard of a Taurus before this image I'm looking at is like a human you know like when you take a slinky and you make the ends meet and oh, it makes a circle a good description yeah that's what I'm looking at it's like the human is in the center and then there's like a slinky that like rotates rotating around this human so it's like that's what I'm seeing yeah okay so the slinky expands. <laughs> the slinky expands. And that's your aura? That's your aura. That's the Taurus. Yeah. So as you increase in consciousness, you obviously become more relaxed, less constriction because the resistance from the shadow state isn't there. Mm-hmm. And so it lets more light into the DNA structure and starts to unlock this to open it up i was just say so what's the light's job we get more light and what is light doing for us he talks a lot about light right Um, that's why i want to know why what does the light do for us part of the reason that i'm asking is because i don't love light like i like low lights and like like a lot of times i'll read and people will come in and be like how are you reading this and i'll like turn the light on i'm like like that's too bright like i like lower light i like cloudy skies i don't like a lot of sun so I know everyone has like a different tolerance for light. Yeah. So we're literally talking about light as light, as like photons. Yeah. In the, why do we want more light? Because I would assume some people want more or less light. Than- this is getting beyond like my understanding. So such shadow patterns lie hidden inside all human DNA and contemplation on the gene keys will bring them naturally to light. As you journey into the gene keys, keep your inner ears open at all times and listen to your natural responses, gut feelings, and thought. Anything that causes you discomfort is of primary importance, and I recommend you give it your full attention. This is a deeply personal voyage you are on as you allow the higher frequencies to resonate inside you through thinking about them, through feeling your way inside, and through practicing them, they will find their way into your awaiting DNA. You will know when a higher frequency pattern in your DNA has been unblocked because your body, mind, and heart will feel a rush of illumination. Such moments are to be treasured. As your contemplation deepens, they will come more often. Absorption occurs when the body opens up at a cellular level to receive the nutrients from the higher planes of reality. It requires deep emotional maturity and great mental clarity. In the state of absorption, your aura swells as your DNA begins to suck light into the cells of your body. At this stage, even your physical body is contemplating its highest nature as you begin to taste the cities, the highest manifestations of your genius. 
As the cells of your physical body become more and more accustomed to these higher frequencies, you begin to embody the heart of the transmission of the gene keys have been pointing towards. This final stage of embodiment is the culmination of your contemplation. As you enter this beautiful state, you'll find you no, no longer need techniques or tools. Even though you still use your words, you now have entered the language of light itself, which is represented by the 64 cities. Okay, so I'm hearing two things. Mm -hmm. That light is maybe nutrients for yourselves. Yes, that's a really good way of... But also, which I take pause with this, that like light is good and dark is bad. He wants us to head more towards light and away from dark. Is what that sounds like. The direction we're supposed to be going in, this enlightenment that we get to should be light. He doesn't ever talk about dark, but shadow yeah. is yeah. the absence of light. So as we examine the shadow and come into self-acceptance of mm -hmm. what your patterns are, start to increase your awareness, more light comes in. You become more enlightened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As I said it, I was like, oh, light's in the word enlightened. <laughs> yeah. More enlightened. And your cells begin to allow more light into them. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'm just taking it a little bit too seriously, but like something that I just personally don't love yeah. in the self-development world is the idea of like negative versus positive, low versus high, dark versus light. Because it puts this like dichotomy in there's good ways to be and bad ways to be. And in my experience, where I've found the most peace is like, there are always to be. Like being is so vastly different for every single person. And we need different nutrients. We need different activities. We need different connections with people. And some of those will be, they're going to look so different. Some people need more dark and some people need like you know that's why you get like people who are really into like the macabre and that's enriching to them right they love those kind of like really dark you know stories and then there's other people who like super love fairy tales and stuff and that's enriching to them and so it kind of sends me on the path of like enlightening and like going towards light is it makes it subjective and not objective of like everyone should be heading towards this one place versus all the different places, like people can find enrichment in all the different places. I do agree that everybody's completely different and mm -hmm. there's a full spectrum of being. And I don't think there's right or wrong in that, mm -hmm. which is why everybody has a very unique profile and a mm -hmm. unique map to sure, unlocking okay. their own sequence. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's a matter of everybody has their own unique path to enlightenment. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you read what your specific gene keys are, it will help you move from that shadow state, that reactive or repressive nature, where you're feeling stuck in life. Mm -hmm. You're not going where you want to go. You're not feeling fulfilled. You're not having the experiences and the relationships and the things that you actually want to having more of what you want. Mm -hmm. And that can look different for everybody depending on what your specific profile is. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, and I love what you're saying. Yes, well, you obviously know more about Gene Keys than I do. So that's probably more to the point of what this is about. And like I said, maybe I'm taking it a little bit too literal, but I never love when we compare 
self-awareness and self-development in contrasts in good and bads, light and darks, high and low. Because that to me is like a limiting structure for us to understand things. And then we get into the we get into these systems that teach us if you're doing this, it's bad. And if you're doing that, it's good. And it's so varied for every person. Like there's so many different ways that people can find their own path. And so we can't just be like, don't do that. That's bad. Do this. It's good. I think and this, that's where it's, I struggle. Yeah. I think this actually does take that into account, the uh-huh. subjective nature and that, that there is a vast like experience for everyone. Uh-huh. And it actually is, it like shows you what your specific thing is. Mm-hmm. It's not saying everybody's got to do the same thing. That's sure. the total opposite of that. It's like, no, you, according to your map, need to go this route. And you, according to your map, need to go this route. It's all about finding your unique individual way uh, to enlightenment. So could this be my shadow self? <laughs> presenting itself right now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, I don't I don't remember exactly. It was in the sentences you were reading. You read like a section of that book and there was something in it that I was like, I don't like it. Yeah, there was but, one sentence I read that you're like, I don't like that. And let me see if I can find it again and we can, we can pull yeah. that apart. But it's not that I'm anti-Jinkies. It's just yeah. that it makes me, I mean, I will do this with almost anything is that I will find that one thing that makes me skeptical and I'm going to prey on that one skepticism to make sure that I'm not getting the wool pulled over my eyes, yeah. right? Well, that's totally wise. Okay, so let's see here. This here says, all life is simply vibration. And as we have seen, your DNA creates your life based upon the frequency of the vibration it receives. Fear generates a low frequency energy field, whereas love generates a high frequency energy field. So it's moving from fear to love. Does that make sense? Yes. Not, uh, it's not Gabrielle Bernstein. I know she is. She oh, Gabby Bernstein. Yeah. Um, I have no idea. That sounds very much like her teachings. So it says here, shadow pattern frequencies or your so-called dark side will never be able to unlock the higher frequencies. No matter how positive you try to be in life, if you don't become fully aware of your own shadow, mm-hmm. you're, you can't. But right there, he said we have like the dark side, right? You have like the your shadow. bad self. The, that's how I'm interpreting that. Well, would because you agree that your shadow state is a lower frequency it's a lower vibration it's you being stuck not getting where you want to go not living the life you want to have because you're unaware of what you need to do to get there okay it's playing out the same patterns over and over yeah i don't necessarily have a great understanding of frequencies when it relates to actual human matter Mm -hmm. so i can't necessarily speak to what is a high or a low frequency. It's okay. not necessarily how I relate to the world. Doesn't mean it's not true. It's just not something I've delved into. But I will say, yes, I agree that like there, you can get into phases where you feel stuck, where you feel like the choices that you are making are not supporting who you want to be or how you want to feel. Mm, yeah. I don't know that I'd call that your dark side or your dark self or whatever he said. Yeah. Your dark side, the shadow side. Yeah. That's where I'm caught. And again, maybe I'm thinking about it too simplistically. Maybe I'm taking it way too literally, but that makes me feel icky. Yeah. It gives me the well, a little bit. Uh, we all have a shadow side. Right. Right. And he's talking about embracing your shadow, like befriending it. 
Is he? Because that's yeah. not what I'm getting from those senses. It's like, what did he say? You can't realize something from your dark self or whatever. From, what say? from the shadow state. No, he said dark at one he point. He said, no matter how positive you try to be in life, if you do not become fully aware of your own shadow frequency or your so-called dark side, you will never be able to unlock the higher frequencies. Mm, okay. Maybe I misheard it. If you're not aware of it, you'll never. I think I, I think maybe I interpreted that as if you're not if you're in your dark place side, whatever. I mean, we, we all operate from shadow. Okay. Like there's no, the human condition, there is no way oh, like around that. Mm-hmm. And right. it's a matter of like becoming aware of it, befriending your own humanity, accepting that, oh yeah, I can do messed up stuff. I can be wrong. Mm-hmm. I can hurt other people. My actions cause problems in life. <laughs> it's, that's literally what it is. Like, that's the dark side. Like, my actions cause problems. That's not a good thing. But is it, it's a neutral thing, though. Really? Yeah. I mean, they're like, you will, I don't think we'll ever reach a world where there's no problems. Of course we won't. So, like, how is that? Like, like that's just, I don't it think is. that's it just exists. Yeah, but I don't think that's neutral. See, like, it feels like we're at this place where we're trying to, like, extinguish problems. But we just need to be aware of the problems. Well, he's Yeah, he's calling you to accept that mm-hmm. state. Accept that I am a flawed being. A lot of people want to walk that around. Bad. That's not a bad thing. It's a it's, neutral thing. It's, it's a just human is. condition. Yeah, yeah, it just, you're right. It, it, it just is. But that's not where we want to stay. Do you want to stay? I don't think you're ever going to not be flawed. Well, of course not. But the point is to like become aware of the flaws and work to improve them. Unless you're like, yeah, you know what? I enjoy being an asshole and I'm just <laughs> going to be an asshole because that's me. And Some people do make that choice. Yeah, they do. Well, from and a place of awareness though, they, not necessarily because they're just not aware. So they're going to keep some people are like, I don't care. Fuck this. Yeah. And fuck them. I know those people. Yeah. Yeah. But those aren't people that I see really getting the life that they want to get. <laughs> those are people that are but angry. But you know that. <laughs> Maybe oh, that is the life actually, they want. Well, from my experience with them, they're not happy. They're not. I mean, you're you're talking me over to your side. You're getting me there. But I'm being... You're being difficult. I am difficult. I agree. Self-awareness mm-hmm. is a good thing. You want to be aware of your patterns. You want to be aware of your triggers. You want to be aware of who you are and what yeah. you want out of life. All of that is good. And with that awareness comes more open decisions where you're able to like more clearly see what your actions are doing and then how that's affecting what the results of those actions are. And so then you can make a better choice. I hate the word better in that concept, but like a more clear choice on a more what conscious direction, choice, a more conscious choice it's on all what about direction you want consciousness. to go. Yeah. But I don't know that that makes me less flawed. I guess I just don't view it as like fixing your flaws. You just start embracing them and are aware of them. You know what I'm saying? So maybe this will help. Okay. Bring that This on. comes from the book. It says every shadow contains a gift. When you open your heart to your own humanity, accept yourself as you are, this level of conscious awareness begins to transform your shadow state into your gift state. So it's not fixing, it's transforming. I like that better. Okay. I like that better. <laughs> Heather yeah. takes a deep breath. She's like, can we end this podcast now? <laughs> yeah.
Well, let's pick up where, okay, where did we leave off? We we were talking about, I think we left off on stage two, right? Oh my God. Yeah, so then we move into the Cidic frequency, mm-hmm. which is enlightenment. So like, who the fuck actually reaches enlightenment? Nobody. The Buddha? Nobody. Yeah, like. Nobody. So it's not, the goal is not to become enlightened. Like, right. that's just not real. But to know that that, exists and that you know the possibility of raising your frequency so much that you become one with the divine mm-hmm. you know and right yeah, yeah. the universe like that's the direction we want to be heading yes according to gene keys i don't think it's just according to gene keys i think a lot of people like want to move towards that direction of yeah totally i don't like that yeah so it's not like good versus bad or dark versus light. It's about just raising your consciousness into being more aware. So, okay, wait. So we start with our shadow self, which mm-hmm. is our unaware self, our like not really understanding why we're reacting to anything and not really paying attention to it. And within that, we start to be aware of it, right? The first step is to start to pay attention yeah. and see those things. And get your gene key, holographic, whatever, so it can show you where you're, yes, you're where you're reacting. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, for my specific body. Which then, if I listen to that and I start being more aware, I can make choices in a certain way that can help me transform my shadow self into my gift self. Yeah. Is it my gift self or just to like have gifts? The gift frequency. The gift frequency where, and what does the gift frequency do for us? So when you're acting from the gift frequency, you're not coming from a selfish place. It's more of acting in service to the whole. Okay. So now you're, now you're acting in service from, because you have more awareness Yeah. versus perhaps disservice because you're unaware of the way that your choices are affecting the world. Which is like creating more karma. Karma can be good, can it not? I mean, yeah. Uh, let's not open that. <laughs> Forget I said that. Forget I said that. Let's not go there. So most of us are trying to at least get to gift level. Yeah, where you can be of service to humanity, playing your role in the collective, okay. unlocking your purpose, you mm-hmm. know, as a as a human. But he encourages people to move through this journey of awareness with patience through contemplation and contemplation is requires you to like slow down inwardly mm-hmm. in order to really digest information in a full way to like get it on all the levels like i said before physical mental spiritual and that's how you start to unlock the patterns that begin to set off a course of transformations in your life. Mm-hmm. So there's the whole polygenetic profile is called the golden path. So that's okay. your, everyone has their own particular golden path My that they, road. yeah, that they <laughs> move through contemplation on. Um, inside that, there are three different sequences that break down into like a little more focused study because it's a lot to take in Mm -hmm. and it's encouraged that you take like six months to a year whatever to move through each one of these different sequences to Mm -hmm. really take in the information 
And then, you know, it's like once you begin the study, you just, it's goes on for the rest of your life. You know, it's just the, the journey of self-awareness continues to unfold, but these different sequences are called the activation sequence. And that's your four prime gifts, discovering your genius through your four prime gifts. Mm -hmm. Then we've got the Venus sequence, and that's all about opening your heart and relationships. And then finally, there's the pearl sequence, which is about attaining prosperity through service. So that's what Gene Keys will take you through. (laughs) Can you walk me through a little bit more of what that last thing you were saying, those four prime? The four prime gifts? Yeah. Yeah. So those are specific keys, gene keys. <laughs> right. Those are the keys. Uh, so in human design terms, those are specific gates. So it's your conscious sun, your conscious earth, mm. your unconscious sun, and your unconscious earth. Okay. So those everybody has. Four, everyone has them. These four things. And they're they... different for everyone. Right. Okay. Based on your profile. But those are the, the four prime gifts that you first move through to unlock so then um then the venus sequence takes you through different specific gates in your profile Mm -hmm. to study the shadow gift and cytic frequency on cool so it's basically like learning a little bit about who you are and incorporating that into your life forever right? Very reductionist view. (laughs) Well, I mean, because like, well, EFT isn't necessarily a practice of like really tapping into like your genetic code or like, you know, your human design. It's just a practice to help you, you know, regulate your nervous system, which this is not a practice to like necessarily help you regulate your nervous system in real time. It's more about diving into who you are, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just making the differentiation. What else do I need to know about jinkies? I think that's enough. <laughs> You're like, I am tired of talking to you, Carrie. Please don't make me do this anymore. <laughs> I just don't want to introduce anything more that's going to. Well, what about for our listeners? I will stop asking questions. Is there anything else that like, if someone who's never heard of Gene Keys, you feel like they might, it might be useful for them too? I actually, I love your questions. And I think they're super relevant because to the whatever dude walking down the street that might come across this, like he's going to ask the same things. Right. So like your questions are super pertinent. Thank you. I guess I just reached a level of like, I don't know how to answer them. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm good at needling people beyond yeah. their knowledge base. If, if you're interested in getting your homogenetic profile. You can go to genekeys.com. Spelled G-E-N-E-K-E-Y-S. Yeah. Dot com. Dot com. And you can get it for free, your hologenetic profile. There's a lot of education on this site that you can, you know, get for free. But he also sells courses, which mm. I've gone through. It's familiar to me because I am a human design expert. Right. But um, once I dove into Gene Keys, it was like really life-changing for me. I've spent a couple of years now moving through my sequences. Mm-hmm. And I would say it's really changed my life. Now, when you move through your sequences, when you say that, is that like an active practice of like right now I'm focusing on my sequence with Gene Keys or is it just kind of like you're trying to be more aware of your daily choices? Is it like, you know, like meditation, like you're like, yeah. I'm going to sit down, I'm going to meditate right so now. So there's a book for each one of these sequences. Uh-huh. Like I talked about the um, activation sequence, the Venus sequence and the Pearl sequence. 
there's a book that will take you. It's like a study guide through each of those sequences mm-hmm. that you you read the book as you move through it and it like guides you and through the contemplation. Okay, cool. As I've done that, I have noticed a huge like shift in my own way of showing up in the world. Mm-hmm. But also like my relationships are so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. What happens is like as you start to like embrace your shadow side and become aware of it and catch yourself in it and start to make different choices, move more into that gift state of service, like my whole body has just relaxed more. Nice. I'm less defensive and reactive, less like quick to point out like other people's flaws because I'm understanding like more compassionate towards myself Mm -hmm. which makes me then more compassionate to other people and he says in here like as you raise your frequency the impact that has on the people around you Mm -hmm. it starts to shift those dynamics so that then they start to raise their frequency as well just because of the interactions that they have with you they start mm. to it's unlocks something in them it's contagious it's contagious they catch yes. it it's catching yes because they have a different experience of interacting with you which you know it's like the you know when you have a positive experience you tend to behave more positively versus if you have a bad experience you know you're in a bad mood you spread that shit you know yeah yeah totally yeah you interact with people who are in good moods you tend to to raise your mood that makes perfect sense yeah that's the thing so (laughs) yeah vice versa cool so is there anything else that you want to share about your experience with gene keys before we move on to my experience with gene (laughs) keys we're laughing because my experience is everything you guys just heard i've literally (laughs) never done anything with this so cool. podcast was all to educate Carrie on yeah, the gene key. It was pretty much just for me. <laughs> Not a yeah. clue. This is one of the things that I think this might be the first one. That I've literally like I have no experience. Yeah, with this at all. So I started moving through the gene keys as like I started moving through my divorce. So that was a really interesting time to like dive into this. Because, yes, really embrace those yeah, triggers. Yeah, because I was like at a pretty low point in mm-hmm. my life. Pretty fucking low. Yeah, yeah. That's a tough time for a lot of people. And talk about shadow state. Like that's when everything is highlighted. All of those different shadows. Because it's constant conflict, you know, mm-hmm. when yeah. you're moving through something like that. So it's really interesting that that's when this presented in my life and when I decided to start moving into the study. Do you think it helps make it easier for you to move through that? Or do you think it would have been easier had you done it like earlier or found it later? I know that's, yeah, uh, you can't really answer that. I mean, I can't go back in time and say what I would have done right. if I had done it earlier, but through the course as this continues to play out Mm -hmm. two years later. Um, I would say I'm a different person. I mean, we all are from who we were two years ago, but I feel like it's brought so much more ease to Mm -hmm. my life and the sense of like surrender Yeah, where I can trust that things will work out in a better way much more than I could then. Yeah. Um, 
because I have a deeper understanding of who I am and how I operate. I love that. So should I start with my rating? (laughs) Yeah. My rating of Gene Keys, my is this shit legit rating, which if we're going off like how much it has impacted our lives, I would say one <laughs> like a zero because I've never heard I mean I've, the way I've heard of it as a human I always thought the person <laughs> and this is the most conversation I've ever had about Gene Keys is right here today so not for lack of it being uh useful I just have no knowledge of it so one out of ten but <laughs> <laughs> whatever it's it's you based on your experience and the impact it's had on your life i've managed to make it 36 years without knowing about who gene keys was yeah well i'm a decade older than you and i didn't know about it until probably yeah two years ago right so so what's your rating what's your legit rating of it yeah i would you know i'm gonna go with the 10 slut (laughs) (laughs) everyone's a 10 everyone's a 10 everyone's a 10 (laughs) I am not going to get this passionate and go this deep into something that I don't believe in and yeah. it hasn't had an impact on me. So, Shit. well, five divided by no, 10 divided by one is five. It's going to no, be a five. That would be 11 divided by two is five and a half. Yeah. Five and a half out of 10 for Gene Keys, simply because Carrie is ignorant of it. So, I'm starting to see the flaws in our scale system. <laughs> We'll check back in in a year if I've looked into Gene Keys or not and yeah. see how much impact I think it's had. I think we got into a real healthy debate here. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love our discussion. And I think it was a real good one for everybody involved. And I'm just going to say, have fun editing this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I'm Carrie M. You are? I'm High Vibe Heather. You can find us on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most. Instagram and threads at Carrie.m, K-E-R-I dot E-M-M-E. Where can they find you, Heather? You can also find me on Instagram at hi.vibes.heather. Yes, all about, you know, raising that vibration. Mm-hmm. High vibe. Are we getting it now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're working on increasing my vibration. Not low vibe. Yeah, so come to our social medias, uh, interact with us. And yeah, we'd love to talk to you. We're always open. We're always excited to hear from you. Rate us, review us, all of those things. Anything else we should add, Heather? No.